You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. I want to talk to you about sinking funds because this is a question I get asked a ton about. I'm going to talk about what is it? How can it help you? How can it really transform your financial picture? Because If you implement this into your finances, you can really, really, really make a big dent in your financial picture. It definitely helps if you have a cash flow plan. It just helps to save for little things that happen along the way that we might not think about saving for. I'm gonna talk about what they are, how they work, how many should you have, all the ways we can talk about sinking funds. If you have questions, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so what the heck is a sinking fund? Essentially, a sinking fund is a savings vehicle. It's taking an expense that you know is going to happen. Like, you know, birthdays are going to happen. You know, the holidays are coming up. Christmas is a holiday that most of us forget to save for, and it usually goes on credit. And then we end up spending the first half of the year, the following year, paying off our visa card, right? So is there a better way? Absolutely there is. And it's by creating a sinking fund for the holidays. So what does that look like? For example, if you go back and you look at what you spent last year during the holidays, or maybe it's figuring out how much you want to spend this year for the holidays and creating a plan around that. Let's say it's $1,000 and we have, we're already mid uh, September. So let's say mid September, October 15th, November 15th to December 15th. We have three months to save that. So we're just going to divide that by three. That's $334 that we have to save from now until the balance of the year in order to have $1,000 saved up for the holidays. Now, some of you might be thinking, I don't have that money. I don't, I, I, there's no way I can come up with 334 extra dollars every single month to pay for Christmas gifts. Well, if you don't have that money now, you cannot afford to have a $1,000 Christmas. That's, that's the math, right? So maybe you start fresh to save for next year. Absolutely, that is definitely an option. What you're gonna do is you're gonna take how much you're gonna budget for for that event. For example, $1,000 at Christmas. But now let's say we have a full year to save for that. So we're gonna divide 1,000 by 12. So now it's $84 a month. So as you can see, $84 a month is gonna be something that's much more achievable for the average person, right? Like you could definitely have that. It's way better than having to save in the last few months $334, right? So you're t- essentially what you're doing with a sinking fund is you are taking a known expense, you're dividing that known expense by how many months you have to save for it to come up with a monthly amount. That monthly amount is what you're going to use for your sinking fund and create this extra pocket savings of money, okay? So 
In this example, for starting fresh at the holidays, for, for Christmas spending, $84 a month if you have 12 months and you wanna spend $1,000 at Christmas. So that's essentially what they are and how they work. Now, question I get asked a lot is, well, where do I keep that money? How do I track it? How do I keep track of all the different funds that I essentially have set up? You might have funds for birthdays, Christmas. A common one is home maintenance, car maintenance. It's really, really prudent that you have a car and a home maintenance fund. If you own your own vehicle, you have a, uh, a home that you like us, we have to put salt down in the winter time because it gets so slippery and snowy here where I live. You also could use that money to go towards buying fall mums, right? Plants in your home. So that's definitely an option as well. Now for car maintenance, it's the very obvious things, oil changes, just wear and tear maintenance. If you know that you need a new set of tires coming up, you might want to put extra dollars into your car maintenance fund to help insulate that cost. There's so many different things that you could essentially save for and have these little mini funds. When we're talking about setting up our sinking funds, a lot of times I get asked the question, well, where do I keep this money? Do I, am I pulling this money out in cash? Am I keeping it in a bank account? Am I keeping it in multiple different bank accounts? What am I doing? So it really depends what is gonna work the best for you. For me, I personally am not comfortable having a lot of cash in my home. So I don't pull that out as cash. Some people do do that and they keep it in, let's say envelopes or just some sort of savings, maybe in a safe somewhere. I don't feel comfortable doing that because for me, I have many different sinking funds and it can be a lot of money. And I just don't feel comfortable with that amount of cash every single month. So what I've done personally is I've opened up one account and I use an online bank so I don't have very easy access to that money because it's a savings account essentially. It's a savings for a certain event. For me, for example, we pay our property taxes quarterly. That means that I'm every month, instead of having to cough up $1,200 for my property taxes every quarter, I'm dividing that by three right for the quarter and now that amount is already funded for me just by using it as a as a monthly amount instead of that lump sum at the end of the quarter makes it a lot easier to budget for and just have a consistent um, amount of money in my account every single month so for me i'm not going to withdraw that money i'm going to keep that in an account and what i do is i actually have a tracker that I've created, I have a sinking fund tracker that tells me exactly how much is in each bucket within the one account. Because I have things like my Costco membership. My Costco membership is $60 a year. So $60 a year divided by 12 is $5 a month. So $5 every single month is going into my Costco sinking fund but it's going into one account. So it's also going to be in the same account with my property taxes, my birthday money, my Christmas sinking funds. That's how I have chosen to do it and I track it all separately. So when it comes to March, March is when my Costco membership renews, I have all the money saved up in there and then I just go and I take the money out and I go and pay for my Costco membership. That's how I personally deal with sinking funds. Your bank might allow you to do different accounts within 
one fee maybe my bank does not allow me to do that so i've chosen just to have the one account and i all, dump all the money in for all of my different sinking funds and then i just make sure that i'm tracking it separately if i get an oil change then i'm going to subtract my 50 dollars for my oil change from my car maintenance fund that's all on my tracker so that's how i've chosen to do it and it works really really well for me now how many sinking funds should you have it's really personal. It depends what, first of all, how many dollars you have in your account to go around. Now, as I mentioned, I have a sinking fund for Costco, which is $5 a month. So it can really range from my cheapest fund every month is my Costco fund all the way up to probably my property taxes and my saving for my income taxes because I'm self-employed. Those are probably my biggest two that I have a fund for that I save for. I have 23 different sinking funds, if you can believe it, because I have a separate one for my son Easton. He's born in October, so I need to be able to track his fund separately. My youngest child is an April baby, so I'm tracking that fund separately. I have my husband, then I have my holidays, my car maintenance, my home maintenance, Costco, Netflix. So there's so many different ways that you can set up these sinking funds and really you could have a hundred of them. It doesn't really matter, especially if it's just going into one account, as long as you're tracking it and as long as it makes sense. Sinking funds really have changed the game for me and, and our family's finances. Of course, you wanna start with the ones that are really important. So what's really important? Well, your home maintenance, your car maintenance, those ones are really important. I no longer stress now when a bill comes in because I already have the money saved for it, for the most part. I also have an emergency fund savings that is very, very important as well. And that emergency fund is for the big stuff. You know, you get into a car accident, you have to pay a deductible for your car insurance or, you know, the roof leaks, just the big stuff that the big emergencies that could happen that might cost you some money. So definitely having an emergency fund is very important and you can treat that in exactly the same way as a sinking fund. Hopefully that's helpful. I'd love to hear from you what you think. I'd love to uh, continue to, to help you reach your financial goals. So hope everybody has an awesome rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye everyone.